You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, stepping up to the mic, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome into I Said What I Said. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, alongside my co-host, Tyson Gentry. Tyson, we're here, man. Uh, NFL is right around the corner. We've been just chopping at the bit, getting ready for this, and we're going to start now looking at win totals, starting with the NFC today. We're going to go through all 16 teams, just real quickly run through it, give some quick thoughts, and give out any bets that we have on it. And honestly, the NFC, I think, is going to be much easier of a year this year. I think you're going to see some higher numbers, but we don't really have a lot of bets, Tyson, if we're going to be completely honest. you know, We don't like a lot of these numbers. Also, we got in pretty late, so a lot of these are extremely sharp, and that's just the way we do things here at I Said What I Said, right? Like, we're not pros. You know, we're not betting back in March. On, as soon as these things open, we wait to see if there's any injuries. And uh, <laughs> I don't have the money. <laughs> I don't have the money to be leveraging myself in March. Exactly. And so we're going to go through each one of these teams in order, give you our thoughts, give you anything that we are playing. If you're interested in tailing or fading, let us know in the comments section in this YouTube video, um, Tyson, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> They're sitting at four and a half still, plus 110 here on FanDuel for the over, under, minus 142. Anything you're interested in here with the Arizona Cardinals? I want to give a quick caveat here before we get too deep in the episode. For me, it's real hard, unless you're doing like parlays on some of these things, to accept taking numbers at minus 140. Um, and I know it's not very much, but it's just for me personally, when I wait that long, if I'm waiting 18 weeks for this thing to cash, I want, you know, a little bit more uh, juice for the squeeze, so to speak. But Arizona's not going to win five games. I'm not playing. I'm going to play under four and a half here. I, I just can't see five wins. Dude, and so this suck. is something I'm going to attack here. Under four and a half for the Arizona Cardinals with starters Josh Dobbs and maybe Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon, baby. Oof, Dobbs. Atlanta Falcons, they've been the hot team. Eight and a half over minus 132, under plus 106. Your boy Bijan there, you taking anything with them? I'm going to save my Falcons bets for our little betapalooza or whatever that we're going to call it uh, right before the season kicks off. I got some Falcons love, but not at this number. I'm not taking win total on them either. I think I may have to push back on Tyson a bit, though, when we get to that point. Another team in the division, the Carolina Panthers. They're at seven and a half over minus 120, under minus minus 102 with rookie Bryce Young and new head coach Frank Reich. I'm going to take the over. I'm, I'm, I don't want to uh, very badly, but this is something that – so if you listen to any of our NBA stuff, we have league pass teams. The Panthers are a league pass team for me this year. I'm going to be watching them a bunch anyway, so I'm going to cheer for them. Interesting. Extremely interesting. They had the four. Oh, so this was a team schedule. that almost made the playoffs uh, last season. And granted, the team's a little different now. I'd argue better coach and with a better quarterback. We don't know what we're getting at wideout, and that's the scary part. But I've seen Bryce Young win a lot of football games. Fourth easiest schedule in the league. So that could be something that helps them out. Of course, they're playing in the soft division. So that also helps. But over seven and a half here for Tyson. Chicago also at seven and a half here. The Bears minus 122 for the over, under plus 100. Tyson and I both hit worst record in the league last year on just a miracle. <laughs> Everybody's loving the Bears this year. Are you? No, I'm closer to playing the under. Uh, like a seven-one football team seems fairly realistic to me. I don't. 
look, I'm not going to play this, but at some point somebody has to step in and say that Jalen Hurts' progression from year two to three is not like normal. Quarter, You can't just look at Justin Fields and be like, well, they got DJ Moore, so 4,000 yards. I know. I'm. I really want to play this under as well. I'm staying away just in case. Like, I just think there's so many questions in the division, right? Like, do we completely trust the Detroit Lions? We'll see. How about the Vikings? They got super lucky last year, and we don't really know what to expect with Jordan Love, although some people are very high on them and with their expectations. So I'm not going to play this. I don't want to tie my money up for that long with something I really don't know. How about the, the the Dallas Cowboys? Nine and a half. Now it's juiced to minus 162, but it feels like this is something that's going to hit. I mean, this is a smash play for anybody that wants it. Um, you can see the jersey behind me. For those of you on YouTube, you can check out Filthy, a Philadelphia Eagles podcast. That's P-H-I-L-T-H-Y. Uh, I will not be playing any Cowboys. I won't either, although I definitely think that they're going to win more than nine and a half games. I think, if anything, if you want to play the Cowboys, look at some alt-win totals. Yeah. Up to 11, anything over 11 and a half, as they could easily in my opinion, go 12 and five, just based on that Dak Prescott should improve and this defense should be really good. Let's move on to the Detroit Lions sitting at nine and a half as well. Minus 122 for the division favorites under plus 100. Do you trust Dan Campbell and Jared Goff? Fuck yeah. You do? Oh, yeah, of course I do. Nine and a half, I, like the team that wins the division is going to win 10 games. That's that's what I think, um, and I, I think that's them. The offense is going to be really good. The defense should be a little better. doesn't have to be much better, honestly, to win this thing. Um, look, I think they're getting four or five for free from the division, so I'm taking mm. the Lions. And that we are the we were the first maybe pro Dan Campbell podcast in America, so uh, this is one of the only spots we really get to bet them. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so Tyson's on the over nine and a half. I'm staying away from Motor, uh, from Motor City Dan, unfortunately. Like I like Motorboat uh, Dan. I Motor think that's better. Dan. Yeah, get it. Just get it going, man. That's that's what you're thinking here. But <laughs> I'm taking Packers here at seven and a half over. I like it at minus one twenty two. I, I I'm kind of buying into the Jordan Love thing. I know that Aaron Rodgers is gone, but do we really think that that organization is just going to have a precipitous fall? Like Jordan Love looks like he's actually pretty competent. Eight and nine, and that hits. I, I would under. be shocked. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, I need to put over. <laughs> uh, over seven and a half here for the Packers, for the YouTube viewers. Don't get confused. Over seven and a half here for the Green Bay Packers. Are you playing anything on them? No. I like. I think that over seven and a half feels pretty safe, but the chances that they got three dudes in a row that are even competent, let alone like three guys that can elevate rosters, it's like, I got to see it, man. Now, the Los Angeles Rams are sitting at six and a half with over plus 110 and under minus 134. I mean, they sold out to get the Super Bowl. Good for them. They won it. But now they are reaping what they sow, Tyson. Um, man, are you playing anything with the Rams? No, I'm not even really that enticed by the plus 110 thing. Like, there's Matt Stafford and it's Cooper Cup and it's Aaron Donald and they got all these guys. It's Sean McVay, everybody's favorite coach. Dude, the, the team kind of stinks. Like, Everybody, there's that fake report going around that Matt Stafford had to ask for uh, like faces, like a face card for people so he could get to know his new teammates. I, this team's going to be pretty bad, dude. And I wouldn't be shocked if bad meant seven and nine if they're healthy. Uh, but I also wouldn't be shocked if bad meant Stafford's done for the year, retires halfway through the season, Cup doesn't play, Donald doesn't want to be there, and they win three games. I could see that as well. Like, there's just so many ranges. Like, it's like, did, did they get fired up and they fight back? Or is this defense as bad as it looks on paper and there's just no potency to this offense? So I'm staying away. 
Minnesota's at eight and a half over minus one twenty eight under plus one oh four. Tyson, just based on regression and based on anything, I want to take the under, but that's built into this line. I think like everybody knows about the luck metric now. Like we're not breaking news here. Vegas knows the people who set these lines know if they're not in Vegas and people like you and me and anybody else out there who's looking at win totals. They've heard of this. Minnesota was super lucky last year. So that's baked into this line. It's baked into the bets that people have taken it. So I don't think there's really an edge that we have here from knowing that anymore. I think the only thing that you could really say that if you like it one way or the other is you think they're either going to be much worse based on that Kirk Cousins is not going to have the same season as last year, or you don't think the defense is going to be remotely close to improved under their new defensive coordinator, Brian Flores. Yeah, and that's that's the tough part is because I still think Brian Flores can coach. And that's like, I'm staying away from this one, but it's a long, I'll keep it short. I guess Kirk Cousins is like, he peaked at 13 and got real lucky, but he's going to keep you around 500 no matter what. Kirk O'Bangs is going to be having a right around eight, nine wins, baby. This is a, this is a good line uh, from FanDuel. New Orleans, nine and a half plus 114 for the over under minus 140. These guys are division favorites and they're not thinking they're going to win 10 games. Are you? No, I don't think they're going to win 10 games either, uh, but I also don't want to play this. Uh, I am not very interested in being in the business of the New Orleans Saints this year. Like I did, I don't think it's going to be nearly as exciting as anyone else thinks. I don't think it's going to be as fun to watch or as improved uh, with their car under center now that everybody else thinks. Dude, their car, fantastic. Great. You got an upgrade. Kamara's on the bench for the first six weeks. We're hoping Kendra Miller is all the way recovered, ready to roll. And if he's not, it's Jamal Williams. And then it's like the ghost of Michael Thomas and Chris Olave played really well last year, but his brand new quarterback. And then like Rahid Shahid, like or Rashid Shahid, what's his name? It's one Rahid, of those. Rahid, yeah. Rashid Shahid, <laughs> I think. Rashid Shahid. It's one of those. I mean, this is a team that's pretty barren on talent. And I'm kind of over pretending the defense is sneaky underrated. I'm staying away as well. I I think they're attackable in this division. I don't. They really also could win 10 games. Right. That's the thing. So I'm staying away from them. The New York Giants, they burned us last year. Seven and a half is their number again. My over is minus 104, under minus one to 18. Are you taking anything with the New York Giants? No. Again, like, yeah, I think they probably hit this number, but I'd rather play a different team that's coming up in the conference uh, to kind of make a jump. And then on top of it, like Daniel Jones was awesome last year for Daniel Jones and the, the receiving core was really good. It's a group full of the same guy. Like, at what point does that it just get too hard to score points? Dayball's a genius, but this is this is rough going, man. Saquon Barkley's health is paramount. Yeah, if he's hurt, I mean, geez, you're going to rely on Daniel Jones. That's the question. Everybody's pointing to Darren Waller. Like, oh, he's our savior. Because, I mean, they were good for, like, being no-name players. You know, like, they were actually right. Richie James and them. Like, their separation was just atrocious. Uh, Darren Waller gets hurt, man. <laughs> Just stay, guys. I don't know if you've been watching Vegas games and the Oakland Raiders games. He gets hurt. Like, so if you're if you're banking on that, I don't know what to tell you. But again, you know, they got the coach of the year, <laughs> Brian Dayball there. And so, man, it's hard to go against that. How about our Eagles? 11 and a half over plus 104 under minus 128. Tyson, what are you thinking? So I'm going to take the over here. Um, I don't think the Eagles are going to be as good in the regular season as they were last year. Um, but I do think that this line, like they 12 and five is easily within the range of outcomes. They have a really tough stretch in the middle of the season. 
but this should be another instance where they're six and oh seven and oh going into the tough and tough stretch of the schedule um and by then you're you're not necessarily playing with house money but you feel really good about where you're at um so this is kind of a yeah dude if they regress they're going to win 11 games and it's people are acting like this everything went so right last year uh this was a nine-win football team that caught lightning in a bottle this is the best roster in the league um and so to me I'm the chances they win 12 or more are better uh, than them hovering right around 10. Yeah, I'm with you. 11 and a half. Now we're both Eagles fans. So like, okay, homers, whatever. <laughs> they have You're right 13th, a little bit. Yeah. They have the 13th easiest strength of schedule based on the Vegas forecasted win totals. And th- that's supposed to be a first place schedule. Right. And so there's, they're going to have some wins and also, you know, they're just better than a lot of teams in this league. And if they do go 12 and five, which is a regression, Tyson, we still hit this number. I think for sure we're looking at 13 games, at least an opportunity to win 13 games. I do think they'll get tripped up at some point, but I like Philadelphia's over here for plus money. Now, San Francisco sitting at 10 and a half over minus 162 under plus 132. Are you backing any money and putting any money on Brock Purdy? No, because there's two outcomes in my head. And one is he's as good as people said he was. Uh, and then in that case, they went 13 or 14 games. And the other instance is that like he's not fully healthy after the UCL injury. Uh, and also maybe maybe he went undefeated because like they just threw him in and kind of changed the entire uh, <laughs> look of the offense there. And granted, he was undefeated until he ran in uh, to the Eagles and got hurt, obviously, in the NFC Championship. So at minus 162, I have no interest in playing this over. I think it probably isn't over. Um, but like this is... That's too steep, man. Yep, I'm I'm the same way for you. Can't do it here. And we know San Francisco gets banged up like every single year. Like what happens if Debo's out? What happens if Kittle gets hurt? What happens if the offensive line falls apart? Hell, what happens if that defense that's so vaunted that kept them in games? What happens if they start getting picked off one by one? And so I'm I'm staying away from San Francisco this year. Maybe a live market. Maybe a live market we can look into. But divisional opponent as well, Seattle, eight and a half over minus one forty two. Under plus 116, any belief in Geno Smith to duplicate what he did last year? I do. I actually have have faith in Geno. Uh, I don't have faith that this is a sustainable year-over-year thing uh, for this team. I think that they they caught a couple teams off guard to start the season, um, and then kind of things came crashing back to earth. I'm going to be playing more Seahawks week-over-week stuff than I will year-long anyway, so it's not really worth my time here. Yep, I'm similar to you. I want to see it. I want to see how that offense looks. You know, they draft a running back. Maybe they do things a little bit differently. And Jason help Gino. Who knows? Yeah, he's got a wrist injury. I, you know, I'm he's, curious how that's. He's back in practice. He'll be all right. Apparently, he's out for week one. I don't know. He's, Tyler Lockett's going to have that dude in the uh, whatever cryo chamber that he's been living in for the last decade because he's he's always Seriously. on the field. Tampa Bay, second to last one here in the NFC. They're at six and a half over plus 116, under minus 142. Baker Mayfield, the starter there. They're projected to be the worst team in the conference. Do you agree? Yeah. And I, I mentioned I don't like these numbers. Division, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm going to take this under. Again, I don't like the minus 142, but I have a strong conviction, strong feeling uh, that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just going to quit at some point this season. That's what I think. Do they offload some pieces as well? Do they start That's absolutely. to rebuild? I know? think that and, there's there's a real world that like this Chris Godwin, Mike Evans receiving core and uh, all this stuff, Levante David and De- uh, Devin White and all these guys we've come to like 
know as Buccaneers are not Buccaneers by week nine. Yep, I'm with you. I think they're going to start to try to start offloading. Like, yes, there is great talent surrounding Baker. Do we really trust that he's going to get them the ball? Do we trust this offense? I mean, they couldn't do anything with Tom Brady last year. Uh, so, yeah, who's yeah. who's the head coach? Todd Bowles. How many times Todd Bowles hit overs for us? Mm, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Finishing out here with the Washington Commanders, six and a half over plus a hundred under minus one twenty two. Anything here for you, Tyson? Hammer play over. Woo! Absolutely. <laughs> like, the, dude, they're going to be a little better, and I, I just think that there's there are certain teams in the NFL that just don't make sense. Like you can't evaluate them. You can't really look at them on paper and say, this is what they're going to be. Uh, and it just so happens like three or four, like the entire division of the NFC East just happens to be those guys. Uh, and I, I think Washington, like Eric B is going to that offense has to be at least a little better. Like they're even with Sam Howell, he might be worse than Carson Wentz. It doesn't mean the offense as a whole is going to be worse. Um, I expect Jahan Dotson to play a lot more. Obviously, he missed like all of last season or most of it after his kind of electric start there. Terry's hurt right now. Shouldn't really matter. Uh, this is a team that I think, like, at worst, I think Washington hovers around 500. Like, it's, it's Ron Rivera, dude. They're, they're going to win eight games. He could get fired. I'm taking over six and a half here, Tyson. Uh, just listen, mainly because of the offensive upside. Like, we don't know. Like, it could be a disaster with the enemy. Like, because he's calling plays on his own. It, you know, it's a way different talent pool he's working with. And this offensive line looks to be just in shambles. But if they can get and figure that out and the defense keeps them in the game, listen, seven wins, I don't know, especially at a plus money number. And we know the NFC East gets wonky. Like, why? Dude, why they might win the fucking division. Right. Happens. Some crazy stuff happens every single year in this division. So. I'm with you. Over six and a half here. And that's going to do it for our NFC win totals bets. We have AFC coming up next. And like Tyson said, we're going to have all of our future plays, divisions, conferences, and Super Bowl predictions coming out in a future episode. We'll talk to you guys then. Peace. Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.